He's already been dead and it's messed with his head. It's John's post-life crisis. Welcome to John's post-life crisis. I am your host, John Johnston, founder and manager of CornNation.com, your Nebraska Cornhusker site of unbelievable potential. This episode, we are welcome Tyler Hunt, contributor and podcaster at Bucky's Fifth Quarter, the SB Nation Wisconsin site. We're going to talk about Badger football. The Wisconsin Badgers have won seven in a row against our beloved Huskers. Nebraska has beaten Wisconsin exactly once since joining the Big Ten, and Wisconsin returned that favor by showing up with an offense in the Big Ten Championship that nobody would seen before and annihilating a Bo Pelini <laughs> defense and crushing our hopes and dreams and smashing us into the ground. And everybody wept and bled real blood, and it was horrible. <laughs> Tyler, what do you think of that intro? Is that-, that, was a, that was one of the better ones I've gotten. Um, I always – anytime you can bring up that Big Ten Championship, I'm sure it's a sore spot for you guys, but – for for us, that brings back some fond memories of uh, of some some talented players and uh, some uh, some great some great memories in Indianapolis. Which is that back then it was a lot better because now our recent trips to Indianapolis have been uh, kind of that same nightmare version of of things that you guys had that time. So that's a very diplomatic response. <laughs> you must I've be done this before. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay, the Wisconsin Badgers twenty twenty version. Yeah. Jack Cohn is out, your starting quarterback. Now what happens? Well, the, the reins get turned over to Graham Mertz. Uh, the Graham Mertz experience is starting what I think is a, a year, not year early um, in, in my regard. I think he's ready to play now. Um, but everyone was kind of thinking, you know, pre-COVID, Jack Cohn comes in here, finishes off his senior season. Merch takes over as a redshirt sophomore next year. It all works out. And uh, unfortunately, nothing works that easy, especially in 2020. So now it's, uh, it's Merch's turn. And I think um, he brings a little bit not more to the table. Uh, I think he's got a very uh, high ceiling. Um, yeah, I think you know what you get with Jack Cohn. But I think Merch is still a little bit of a wild card. But if he plays up to his potential, it could be, uh, it could be something special at the quarterback position. So you got you have a brand new quarterback basically. Is Cohn out for the season? I believe so. They they've said indefinitely in all the in all the pressers, um, and that's pretty much all you're going to get from Paul Chris and his staff is you know an indefinite. So, so we got a brand new quarterback. Jonathan Taylor is gone. No doubt, you guys have another. Do you have another back as good as Jonathan Taylor? I wouldn't say as good as Jonathan Taylor. It's hard. It's going to be hard to be as good as him. I think this year it'll be more of a by committee approach. I mean, they've got uh, a guy that's played a lot in Garrett Groshek. They've got um, you know Nikia Watson, a guy that's coming back and 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 has some potential there. Um, younger guys. They've the next probably really talented kid is a freshman by the name of Jalen Berger. Came from kind of the same area as Jonathan Taylor. Uh, four-star kid that he could get a little run uh, this year, especially with the lack of red shirt rules. You can kind of develop him and, and do it as you see fit. So. so does this point to our Wisconsin airing it out more? 
I think it could. I definitely think it could. Um, you know, I, I thought originally they would throw the ball a little bit more anyway. Um, and I think with Graham Mertz and you've got some seniors on your, in your, in our receiving core, you got four seniors and uh, some talented younger guys that I think if they wanted to, you know, it's going to be, it's still going to be pulling teeth to get Wisconsin to not run the ball predominantly. That's always going to be their bread and butter, but I think you could see uh, a little bit more of an air attack this year. So. So who, who are the receivers? Quentin Cephas is gone. He was the guy I yep. liked watching. Yep. I, admitted, I admitted that I liked watching Wisconsin. Yeah, I Cephas don't. has departed. Um, you've got Danny Davis back, Kendrick Pryor. Uh, both of those guys are seniors. And then you've got Jack Dunn and Adam Crumholtz are guys that played a lot of special teams, haven't played a lot at receiver, but they're seniors. And then the young guy that everyone's excited about is uh, an early enrollee freshman called, uh, by the name of Chimray DK, um, speedster that they, I think, is going to get some run early on as a freshman. So, Well, you're going through these real fast. Tight end. <laughs> Tight end. I, that, one is, that one's easy. It's uh, Barry Alvarez's grandson, Jake Ferguson, is going to be. That's what I thought. Yeah. He'll be, I think he'll probably be the, your leading receiver at the end of the year. Um, you know, Cohen and him had a good connection. I don't know who's going to be that go-to guy. I mean, last year it was Cohen and uh, Cephas or Cohen and Ferguson. Uh, this year it's going to be a little bit different because you've got a new quarterback, you've got a new receiver. So um, Jake Ferguson is definitely your starter, but behind him is probably the, the question marks start to arise a little bit because Wisconsin likes to run two, three tight ends at a time sometimes so you're going to need a couple younger guys to definitely step up so so i i've always i don't i want to say i hate the wisconsin tight ends let's say i respect the wisconsin tight ends fair enough and so basically what you're saying is you got a young speedster that could draw the field you know or set the field and make everybody play back a little bit and then you still have them damn tight ends that are going to come in and make all the big catches yeah, so your 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 offense really. Do we see a lot of changes in your offense? I mean, I asked earlier about if you're going to throw the ball more, but are we going to see really the same offense that we've always seen? I think so. I mean, I think Wisconsin does well of of knowing what they are good at and knowing what they are bad at, and I think you'll definitely have a situation where. Um, you know, they'll, they'll throw it a little bit more. I think you've got to figure some things out. It's still a new quarterback, you know, Graham Mertz, I think is the most talented recruit they've ever landed at that position, but they're still a work in progress. So, uh, that's going to be something that they're going to have to look out for. So. And the offensive line is uh, Wisconsin. Pretty. you You have big guys in depth. Yeah. Big guys in depth, guys that have played a lot. They actually got a little lucky. They got a sixth-year guy back in John Dietzen. He got a sixth-year of eligibility. Last year he was battling through injuries, so he's back, and I think that'll that'll really help. So, All right, where were we? We were at uh, offensive line. Yep. You always have the big beef guys. You always have a good offensive line. Uh, defense, then let's switch to the defense. I mean, well, before we do that, any weakness whatsoever in the offense, new quarterback, new running back, I think I think the the weakness will be the collection of of the new faces. I mean, you look at it, new quarterback, new running back, new essentially you you lost your top receiver and you've and you lost your center. Tyler Biotish is another guy that was off. Uh, he's with the Dallas Cowboys now, so he was your three year starter in front of Jonathan Taylor, kind of paving the way. Um, I think that'll be. That'll be part of it. You know, who ends up as the five linemen and, and what combo of guys you come up with. 
it's still Wisconsin line, so I still think they're going to be pretty solid. But I think just the lack of, uh, you know, new faces at all the different positions is going to create maybe some, I don't want to say rust, but there's going to be growing pains, I think, at times. You, you don't have Jonathan Taylor to lean on anymore, so some other guys are going to have to step up, and I think that'll probably be offensively the weakness is just finding continuity, you know, with all these new faces. So switching to defense, let's start at the line again. How is your defensive line? Defensive line is, I think, probably one of the strengths, which is not something you normally say for Wisconsin. Um, They've got two defensive ends that are really solid, seniors in Garrett Rand and Isaiah Loudermilk. Uh, I think the concern with them is uh, they battled through injuries a lot in their career. If they go down, you know, you're going to have – They've got some depth there, but those two are, are really key pieces. Um, nose tackle, they've got a young, uh, true sophomore this year in Keanu Benton, who kind of came out of nowhere last year as a, as a freshman and played a lot. And I think he'll be a guy that they bring back. And uh, as long as he, you know, avoids a sophomore slump, I think that defensive line could be pretty solid. And Jim Leonard's, you know, three, four. Uh, Defensive line is essentially for those three is, is taking on blocks and open things up for the outside linebackers to get pressure. Um, so if those three can do that, it should, it should really help the defense a lot. And how's your linebacking core in your secondary? I know that your secondary is probably going to be one of the best in the nation. Yeah, I, I, I like the secondary a lot. Um, you, they did get kind of a tough blow. Um, Eric Burrell is one of your safeties and he'll probably, I think he'll be an all conference player. I think he's, is as talented as there is, but, um, the other safety Reggie Pearson is, uh, out this season, not with an injury. It's, uh, you know, sounds like some sort of a personal matter or uh, injury that they haven't given much info on, but he was not cleared medically to play. So that'll be a, a tough one to lose. Cause he was kind of a hard hitter. I don't know if you remember the, the Michigan game. He got, he got that targeting, penalty last year that got him tossed out of the game he's he's a guy that'll lay the wood um so coming back is is Scott Nelson off of injury um he was out all last year he'll be your other safety but what you get from him is probably going to be um you know he was great his freshman year but he still hasn't played in you know over a year and you know almost 13 months so it's going to be a challenge for that but the corners are solid I really like what they've got in the secondary at that cornerback position so I think the biggest question mark for the defense is going to be the outside linebackers, especially. That'll be the area that I think uh, is, is probably the biggest concern for, for a Badger fan right now. Oh, well, that's exactly where Nebraska is going to exploit the most. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. I mean, yeah, the, the, the inside guys, they got Jack Sanborn, who's a, who's a beast, and they've got a young guy, Leo Chanel, who's played a little bit as a – he played as a true freshman, but – Outside linebacker, they've got uh, some guys that have played, but some guys that are really going to have to to step up and, and have a bigger impact because, um, you know, you don't have Zach Bond, you don't have Chris Orr. Those are two big linebackers that you're going to have to replace. And I don't know if there's a guy there right now that can re- quite replace what those guys brought. So, Special teams? I usually never – I always forget to cover special teams, but – Special teams, I, I hope they're better because um, last year it was pretty bad at times. I mean, you think to the Big Ten Championship and the Rose Bowl, the, the fumbled punts kind of flipped those games. And uh, I think you can see, you know, sometimes people don't pay attention to special teams, but Wisconsin had had two pretty glaring uh, plays last year. 
punt return and kick return. They've got some guys. The young freshman that we talked about as receiver could be your kick returner. Um, have to replace Aaron Cruikshank, who was that guy last year. He transferred over to Rutgers, um, so that'll be all lost. But Wisconsin, I think, on special teams is never going to wow you. You know, they're not, uh, you know, not making big plays in special teams normally. Punt returns almost always a fair catch. So it's just more about limiting the colossal mistakes that they had last year because those were those are ingrained in Badger fans minds forever as a a painful memory for sure (laughs) so you guys start out with uh Illinois yeah first big 10 game isn't it on Friday night yep a week from today it's exciting um of course there won't be people in Camp Randall but uh it's exciting to have football back there but it definitely is nerve-wracking um you know Illinois is a team that of course disrupted everything last year for Wisconsin. And they've got some guys back that I think could not necessarily, uh, I don't know if they'd pull off the upset again. It it hurts not having 85,000 people in camp Randall, but they're a team now that makes you nervous um, for sure, because they, they did it last year. They figured out a recipe, but um, that was last year. That Illinois game was probably Jack Cohn's worst game. Illinois has now got to get prepared for a different QB. Maybe that'll help, but there were definitely things that they did last year that, that exposed some flaws in Wisconsin and they ended up losing. So. No, nobody knows what to expect. And you guys get to go first. I mean, we get to go first against Ohio state for God's sake, right. but, you know, <laughs> you guys get to go first, first. Yeah. So, be- I mean, are you looking forward to, you know, bloody revenge? I think that's the goal for sure. A lot of guys, you know, Nakia Watson is uh, who will be one of the guys that worked into the running back position kind of said they, you know, Illinois deserves a butt whooping. So that, that would be ideal. Um, I know last year they were big favorites and ended up losing this year. I think they came out yesterday with like 23 and a half point favorites. So it's kind of the same recipe, but this time it's at home, which I would, I hope help. And, uh, if they could come out and, and start fast and, and lay a whooping on them, it would it would be it would feel good for a lot of Badger fans for sure. So the whole the whole Big Ten, we had this football season going, and then they canceled it, and then you had this stuff about you know which was incorrect about Nebraska wanting to leave the Big Ten, which wasn't the case at all. What was your reaction to Nebraska football at that point? I mean, you know, did you I thought, look at it and go, well, screw those guys. They can get out of the Big Ten. Or did you just look at it and go, this is a mess? Yeah, I, I thought it was a mess. I think a mess is a great way. That's probably a kind way to say it. I don't know if I <laughs> – the, the Big Ten as a whole was a disaster for a while there. And I never really took much of the, you know, Wisconsin, or Nebraska wants to leave the conference. I didn't buy that. I think the Big Ten's a great conference. And I think Nebraska – I know Wisconsin fans give a lot of flack to Nebraska for – but I think they – when they click the way you guys want them to, that you're all hoping for, I think they'll be a good member of the conference. I know it hasn't happened yet, but I think it makes sense to have them in there. And uh, I didn't buy too much into that, but I, I like that, you know, the players for Nebraska were the kind of the guys that got it back off the ground. So you got to give your you know, tip of your cap. If they didn't do that, you know, and the guys at Ohio state, um, who knows where we'd be at right now. So you gotta, you gotta give them credit for that for sure. So, an outsider's perspective, have you looked at Nebraska this season yet? I haven't too closely. Um, I know, of course, you've got um, Martinez back, but it sounded like what I was reading the other day, is he not the starter? Is it, is it a little bit more of an open competition than what I believed it was going to be? 
I think it's a more an open competition than any of us believed it would be. There's yeah. indications lately that all of a sudden now Luke McCaffrey is making a yeah. charge. And I honestly, what I think we'll see is I think we'll see Adrian Martinez start against Ohio State and give him three series and see how he does. And then they'll stick Luke McCaffrey in. I, I think they see the Ohio State. I would look at the Ohio State game. I don't think anybody's going to beat Ohio State. I don't think anyone is even going to come close. I think they're going to be the team this year that is a team of destiny. I hate saying that term, but I think they're going to kill everybody. I'm saying that because we play them first and I'm already preparing myself. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know if uh, it's kind of, you know, maybe they're leaving that up in the air for Ohio State. Who knows? But, yeah, uh, it'll be, that, that's a good point. I mean, you got to play that gamesmanship early on, especially. And uh, I'd be, I'll be interested to see that game. I know, you know, I think Adrian, Mart- I mean, he last year, he threw for, it seemed like, a hundred, I mean, hundreds of yards every quarter against the Badgers. So I, I, he definitely makes you nervous as a Badger fan. Um, he's got all the tools if he can put them all together. And I think that's just been the, the thing is when he's putting them together, he's, he's on. And when he's not, he's, he's not that way. So. Um, but yeah, other than that, you know, Nebraska is, it, you know, when we have to go there, it always is a concern for the, for Badger fans. I know they've, the Wisconsin's gotten lucky and got out of there and, and with some wins, but usually you don't go into, uh, you know, that stadium and win that as often. So th- that'll be the challenge. And I know, um, you know, from what I was reading up that there's some other challenges with, with you guys on, on the defensive side of the ball. I think it sounded like defensive line was going to be, again, be the, maybe the area of concern a little bit. And, but uh, Scott Frost is still, I think he's a good coach. So I know a lot of Badger fans see him as another PJ Fleck, but I don't want to say this cause I get a lot of flack for it, but I think PJ Fleck is kind of a good coach too. So uh that that gets me. He fired. is. He's just PJ Fleck. You know, he's yeah. just a flaky man. Yeah, um, yeah. I met I met both Scott Frost and PJ Fleck at Big Ten Media Days a couple of years ago, and had a chance to talk to him. And I was like, I don't want to talk to PJ Fleck anymore because he's a nice guy, and now I have to pretend that like I have to show that I actually like him because because uh, uh, that. But in that, you know, of course, as a Badger fan, you pretty much get fired from your job. I've been threatened with that a couple of times, so. Uh, but yeah, no, I'm excited to see uh, what what that'll bring. I know it's an early season contest between the two, but um, should be an interesting interesting uh, little eight nine game slate for the Big Ten. So right after I'm done with this podcast, I'm gonna go and fill out a form that we're all gonna fill out in the Big Ten, predicting who is gonna win the divisions and who's gonna win the championship. Like there's any guess about that? Should I put Wisconsin down for the Big Ten West or should I pick Nebraska? And irritate everybody because I'm really good at that. I mean, I think the bias in you could definitely pick Nebraska. I think the bias in me would definitely pick Wisconsin. Um, it for me, I, you know, I know there's some question marks with the Badgers, um, but until it's kind of, you know, I, I said it on our podcast. Until it's, I know Northwestern had that blip of a year a couple of years ago, but until I see something other than Wisconsin and Ohio State, it's kind of, you know, they're the odds-on favorite and. I saw the, the schedule that they had and, and the records for both of those teams, Wisconsin-Ohio State, was like 55-7 and seven over the past however many years. So until I see otherwise, um, you know, I think it's going to be those two. But there, if there's a year that Wisconsin's going to get knocked off, given all the, uh, 
you know, the losses. You don't have Jonathan Taylor. You don't got your leading receiver. You just lost your leading or your starting quarterback. You know, that there's that this is definitely the year uh, for somebody too. It's just a matter of who I think Minnesota could win it. I think it's pretty wide open in the West right now, um, but that's kind of how it is every year. And somehow the Badgers find a way, but we'll see. <laughs> well, you guys don't have Ohio State on your regular season schedule, so you can look forward to them in the Big Ten Championship probably. Make you nervous? The Big Ten Championship? That yeah, one always on. makes me nervous because I have went down to the last three times, and it's just – Every time I step into Lucas Oil Stadium, it's like a house of horrors getting in there where it's just like, oh, man. Uh, you know, the first year against Ohio State was a tight one. Um, that one, the Penn State one is the one that always brings back, you know, uh, horror flashbacks of, of blowing that big lead. But last year, too, I mean, it, it was a great first half. But as soon as they fumbled that punt to go back to that, it, it felt like, you know, this one was over. Uh, you just, the feeling in that building was, Oh, we're in trouble now. And uh, so, yeah, Ohio state always makes me nervous. I'd love to knock them off as I'm sure you guys would, but I don't know if it's going to happen this year. They're a, a team that is, they look solid in a lot of different places. So. So are you get will you be attending any games as a media person? Do you think? I don't know if what they're doing for that. I know we've applied for credentials, and I don't think they, – they are not allowing um, you know, parents even at, at Camp Randall for the first uh, few games. I don't know if that will change. You know, I know across the country you're starting to see more and more fans. But right now Madison is kind of a mess with the whole thing in a lot of cases. So I, I can't imagine that they'll be letting anyone in there anytime soon. So, But fingers crossed if we could get in there for once. It's hard to see – you know, uh, I, I live here in the Madison area, and anytime you drive by Camp Randall and see it quiet down in that area, it's always tough to see. So that on a Saturday game day is going to be is going to be hard. So, and it's going to be weird. I would like to get to at least one game just to I don't know experience the weirdness of 2020 yeah. because apparently in our real lives we haven't gotten enough weirdness. We need to go <laughs> see what it's like to see a completely dystopian Memorial Stadium. You know exactly, exactly. All right. Is there anything else? Is there anything else about Wisconsin? I think for Wisconsin, the, you know, the biggest challenge is going to be replacing those faces, but I also think they could maybe, I'm just, I mean, I, as a a fan and your guy that's paid attention to Wisconsin recruiting, I'm really excited to see what Graham Mertz can bring. I think that's the biggest wild card where if he comes out and, and shows what he was, you know, in that, in his recruitment and his all-star game, I think they've got a chance to really have something special there. But uh, I think this year, you know, of course you want to contend for a big 10 title and, and make a playoff, but it, getting some experience in Graham Merch's belt will be a, a nice one. Cause you know, if everything's back to normal next year, it'd be, it'd be nice to have, you know, him have nine, 10 games under his belt already. So uh, other than that, there's, there's definitely a lot of question marks, but I, I think, They've got the guys there. They've got the answers, um, and, and hopefully they can just put it all together. Well, I'm hoping Nebraska can actually show some improvement, at least this year. Mm-hmm. There's no requirements for a bowl game, so right. we can just get up and go to a bowl game. You guys got that brand recognition. You're in. You're in. Right, exactly. <laughs> all right, I think we're going to end there. Okay. Uh, I'll wish you luck with your season, but not that much. You guys as well. You guys as well. Which, did I ask you for a prediction for the season? 
Um, I, I don't believe we talked about like a record. I think they'll. I think they'll win the West. I think they'll get there with. You know, originally that Michigan game, the road trip to there, worried me. But I don't know if I'm as worried about that one now with no fans. And I know Michigan's got some concerns at the quarterback position. So that one, I think, is probably a toss-up. The the one this game, uh, Michigan. Then you know, they've got to go to Northwestern, and then they've got Minnesota. That has trap game written all over it. So I think they'll drop one. Uh, the Iowa at Iowa late in the season is always a hard one too. So. Somewhere in there, they're going to stumble uh, maybe once, maybe twice, but I think they can do enough to get there, and then they'll probably get run through the buzzsaw that is Ohio State is my guess. So. <laughs> but I'd say that for anybody in the West. I think they're getting that Ohio State buzzsaw pretty much uh, guaranteed. So, I think it'll be interesting to watch a game in Iowa City on December 12th. Oof. That yeah. can be a little chilly there. That's good. You never know what you're going to get. You don't. You don't. Yeah, that'll be uh, an interesting one. I've actually never been to Kinnick. I need to get down there uh, and, and see a game. You know, I I used to live in Iowa, and uh, they you know, always said Badger fans need to come down and enjoy it, but I've never done it, so I'll have to get down there, and uh, maybe I'll make the trip to Lincoln sometime, too. I've heard that's a good stadium as well. Well, Lincoln is beautiful. Yeah. Lincoln and Memorial Stadium cannot be surpassed. I've been to Madison twice. I've enjoyed both trips, not the football but, you know, the games, uh, they've both been very memorable. I have heard from a lot of Nebraska fans that they would never go back to Madison, you know, because of all the Madison fans or the Badger fans going F Nebraska. And I kind of look at them and go, you know, sometimes F Nebraska is just a greeting, man. That's all it is. <laughs> it's not like they want to fight you. They just want yeah. you to respond F Wisconsin. Yeah, exactly. So, but I've been to Kinnick at a Iowa-Iowa State game. I'll tell you this, there's nothing special about Iowa. There's nothing special about Kinnick. There's nothing special from those bastards whatsoever. It's why the whole conference hates them. They're just the, the, the dust on your feet. Yeah. At least yeah. we can all agree on that, right? Yeah, we can agree on that. And then, you know, anything bad you want to say about Minnesota, too, feel free to – it's music to my ears on that one as well. So, fire away, fire away. But, uh, yeah, well, no. I have a son upstairs who attends the University of Minnesota. Oh, well, you can't, you can't speak too badly then. Well, yes, I can. Yes. <laughs> yes, I can. There you go. Fire away then. <laughs> well, the hell with Minnesota. They, they won it last year. They won well last year. Screw them. Their time's over. Yeah, I'd love for them to go back to, you know, if Wisconsin could start another, you know, 14-game streak against them or continue it, I should say, that would be – everyone's going to sign up for that. So, Here's the one thing I've noticed about Minnesota fans. They have one good season, and you'd think they were walking six feet off the ground, you know, oh, six yeah. inches okay. off the ground. They, they're the gods of the universe. You know, I don't know what the hell the deal is. With yeah, I mean, two years ago when they came into Camp Randall and won, they, you know, I tipped my cap. They, they, I mean, they made Wisconsin look like they've never played football before. So I, I got it, but then to hear all the, the chirping after, I was like, I think, let me check my record book. Oh, yeah, once in the last 15 years. So, I mean, a blind squirrel, what's that saying? So, uh, I mean, who knows with, with, with them. They're an interesting crowd for sure. <laughs> Anybody else we should collectively abuse? We could abuse I, Northwestern, but nobody cares. Yeah, I mean, the Northwestern – I can't really be mean to them, but at the same time, Northwestern I have to actually respect because every time Wisconsin goes there, that 11 a.m. Evanston 
sleepy game. Wisconsin always starts out like they're they're still asleep on the bus. So I can't too, talk too much crap about them because the Badgers have lately have not uh, done well there, and now they've got to go there this year, which will which will not be fun because it's going to be the same crowd. I mean, nobody goes to the Northwestern games, so no fans. It's it's the same situation that you're walking into in between the Michigan and Minnesota games. So that one has me nervous for sure. All right. I, I think we've covered the gamut. And I think we'll end there. All right. I'm not, I'm not the best at ending, so I got to work on that. <laughs> no worries. It was a lot of fun. All right. This has been John's Post-Life Crisis. Thank you for listening. Go Big Red. And thank you to Tyler for joining this. And uh, I hope we God, pull out a win against you guys finally. We will see. Thanks for having yeah. me. <laughs> Take care. <laughs>